next week on Pregnant Teens Hashtag Math. With my brothers and sisters, I got plenty practice. Mama wasn't ever around for raising any of us much. A lot of fuss and bother. I could kick the habit and keep the baby, I guess. Or shit, you know what? I could keep the baby and keep doing meth. I really like meth. You're watching Grin. Glibcast Reality Network. You win some, you grin some. Stranded in a romantic paradise place, 20 hot young singles see if they can outdrink each other as they party for real love. There's Derek, part-time DJ, full-time hunk. Uh, I don't know. What's up? Amanda, nurse practitioner with a dangerously high body temperature. (laughs) I'll fix you right up. Spirit coach and artisanal activist, Nico. Energy is everywhere. I'm here to vibe. Not last, but certainly least, the resident ugly duckling. The stakes have never been higher. Will heartthrob turn to heartbreak? Will these singles have what it takes? Or will they blow their last chance at true love? Find out tonight on the season premiere of Mountain Beach Island. Well, hey, buddy. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. Yeah? Good. That's good to hear. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I mean, despite uh, having a soul-sucking jerk... As, as Beck would say, is that what you're, is that what you're calling your flu now? That's what I call my uh, stomach flu. <laughs> I'm I was retching and completely dehydrated. I, I was pretty sure I wasn't going to make it through the weekend, but here I am, Dana. Here yes. I am. Here you are. And this kind of a good segue into what I have to say. So um, you can't plan for everything, right? Well, no, <laughs> no, you can't. You think you got everything in order, right? Mm-hmm. But then sometimes you just get straight fucking punked, right? For absolutely no reason. Yeah. You got your bread buttered. <laughs> yeah. Right? I don't eat bread anymore. Yeah, I was going to say this is I'm a low funny, carb. Yeah. I'm low carb here, but uh, you know, if you have bread, if yeah. you eat bread, I eat bread. You should probably I, butter it or put something yeah, on it. I make cream my own cheese, butter too, pesto, so. who knows what, really. Yeah. Some meat, some fixings, you know. But if if you got your bread buttered, yeah. Right? Okay. You've edged out the competition. You're at right. work. The the promotion is on the horizon. You're about to get the raise. You're getting paid that cash money. Everything's working for you, man, right? Yeah. You got the girl of your dreams. It's all going according to plan. Dana, oh, it's, 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 it's the gravy train. It's coming. You got your ticket. Okay. Then, bam! Oh my Holy God. shit. Some wild-eyed fucking nut job approaches you in an alleyway, drives a screwdriver into your kidney, and he leaves you in a sad heap. Wait, is this a real story? No, this is just something that could happen. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Leaves you in a sad heap, right? 
Yeah, which is why I have a conceal and carry permit. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, you're sitting there. Yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, I don't actually have a concealed carry permit because I hate this idea that okay. people are going to prepare for the world. Stop derailing my metaphor. Okay. Yeah. So, your metaphor is long enough. It is. Jesus it's pretty fucking long-winded. Christ. So, you know, you had everything going for you. You're, uh, she's blowing up your phone. It's vibrating your pocket and you're just sitting there sucking for air, like yeah. fish out of water. Okay. Yeah, we, we get it. Life so, is good. Okay. Leaves you in a sad heap, right? Yeah. And you know what? Someone finds you. They call an ambulance. You get there. You got health insurance. You're covered, man. You're covered, right? Yeah. You're covered. You have health insurance? Is this... In this scenario, In this in, scenario. In this scenario right? You do so, have health insurance. Okay. You have a good job, right? And your kidney is fine, I yeah, guess. Your okay. kidney and, you know, they work it out. You know, they, 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 they suture you up. And, <laughs> they figure out what's wrong with yeah. that. Yeah, okay. And, you know, you go back into the world. You're not feeling as, you know, light on your feet as you used to, right? Yeah. You aren't yourself, not entirely. You're still dealing with that bodily trauma. Right. You're a little bit on edge. You're paranoid. Dude, yeah. You're protected. I mean, I get it. Yeah. You can't plan for everything, right? No, this is a whole fucking, like, the most integral debate in my life right now. Yes. Anyway. Life can be cruel. Life is unfair. And this lady we are about to deal with, my friend, this lady who we are about to meet is a real screwball. Is she prepared for everything? No. She is the storm, my friend. Oh, she's the storm. I was going to say, because if she prepares for everything, she may be my mom, but okay. Okay, no, she's not your mom. (laughs) Okay. I don't think your mom's writing in today. Yeah, she doesn't know what Reddit is, so that's fine. Um, She is the screwball, right? Right. And to continue with that screwball metaphor, as my dad would say in the baseball metaphor, she's that slider that drops off the table. This, <laughs> this impossible. I'm so happy I know what that means. Yeah, honestly, people uh, slider is a certain type of bitch. Anyway, slider that just drops off the table. If my dad would say, right? Yeah, very, he's very fond of saying that. Yeah. There is no way to plan for a person like this in well, your life. What's your favorite baseball pitch, Matt? My favorite baseball pitch. Yeah, I, mean, I guess if I had to pick one. Yeah. Uh, Screwball is really interesting to watch. Yeah, that's um, true. Only because, um, <laughs> now we're talking about baseball, fuck. It's okay. Uh, Screwball is interesting to watch because I've heard that catchers who catch screwballs, like. Oh, it's really hard to catch. They loathe, uh, uh, knuck- oh, excuse me, they screwball, excuse me. Knuckleball. Knuckleball. That's what I thought you meant. Yeah. yeah. Knuckleball okay. uh, yeah. pitchers. I don't want to correct they, you. They loathe, you were, yeah. loathe to work with uh Knuckleball pitchers, catchers do, yeah, because they get kid in the shins like all day long. Right? Well, they're crazy. They go all over the place. Very but. rare, very rare that a knuckleball uh, pitcher ex- is in existence, but very fun to watch. I suggest checking some YouTube videos of some knuckleballs and some sliders. Who knows? I like uh, fork forkers. As they, forkers? why are they always like forkers? I don't a know fork. what a forker is. A uh, yeah. spork ball. A fork ball is. I think it's called a forker. A fork uh, ball. I don't know what you're talking about, but they just like I drop at the end. I don't know. Yeah, interesting balls. Well, baseball is fascinating in its minutia, but very boring if you're going to get on a macro scale. <laughs> yes, it, exactly. So again, this you think you know everything. You think you got everything worked out, 
And maybe I'm, I'm front-loaded on this episode, Dana, but uh, hopefully that works out. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. Great. So our chaos today, our poster, is a 23-year-old female, and she writes, I lied about hooking up with a guy. Found out he has a girlfriend. Okay. Wait, who did she lie to? I guess we'll find out, won't we? Okay, yeah. All right. Do you remember how this works? Sort of, yeah. Bear with me. This is a long and this is long and messy. So I'm a 23-year-old female who has never been in a relationship before. Okay. We could probably talk about that for the next 20 minutes, but let's not uh, do that. That's a pretty interesting picture already. So um, yeah, all right. Never had a first kiss whatsoever. Now that said, I think when she says never had a first kiss, I think she's saying that she's kissed people before, but a first kiss is magical. She, I think she means like, like a mutual first kiss. Okay. You're probably right. But yes. I am not conventionally attractive and I am extremely overweight. All right. Uh, So you say. All of my friends are... (laughs) or have been in relationships, friends with benefit situations, or have had hookups in the past. I've never had any attention from the opposite sex, which, at my age, makes me feel really insecure. Okay. Everything follows thus far. Yes. I am sorry that you have had the experience. I'm sure if you pull yourself up from your bootstraps and you... You go to the, you get a gym membership. Yeah. You know? Or just, yeah. You start uh, listening uh, to some Lizzo or. You start uh, doing your chakrams. Uh, I don't know what that is. Listening, listening to some Lizzo. That's pretty funny. <laughs> listening to some Lizzo, yeah. doing your chakrams. There's makeup tutorials Chak- on YouTube. I don't know. You, there's, there's makeup <laughs> tutorials on YouTube. There's all different sorts of things to better yourself. There's I'm just whole, being mean now. I just like, There's a whole industry devoted to making you better. And making you feel bad about yourself currently. Oh, yeah. That's part of the fun of That's it. That's pretty much absolutely why you feel the way you do and also probably what you have to adopt. It's this what, strange yeah. paradox. Well, yeah, that's one way to put it. Yeah, yeah. paradox. Uh. <laughs> so anyway, this is horrible, dude. Okay. Yeah. Again, she is the chaos. And we have to find sympathy for her, I hope. Yeah. I'm, I, that's what I hope. Last summer, my cousin Lily turned 30. Welcome to the club. Yeah, you Lily. What about 30. What's up, Lily? Yeah. And she threw this massive party. Her and I are very close. We hired a house. We hired a house in the mountains. I guess we got a house Rented in the mountains. Rented a... Oh, my God. She said hired. God. I don't know what that means. Hired a house in the mountains for the weekend, and we were nonstop drinking and partying the entire time. Good for you. That sounds great. Just, we, like, make sure you learn the difference between rent and hire. Yeah. It's pretty interesting so how too. those differences work. But, anyway. Yeah, a house doesn't get a wage, I don't think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or isn't a person, but, yeah. Yeah. We, we should stop treating houses like people. Uh, we, were a, okay. we were a big group of people. We were a big group of people, mostly Lily's and her boyfriend's friends. Wait, did she mean big like fat? Like Oh, goddamn, Dan. I, I can't. I can't not do that. I mean, it's she's making it so easy. Yeah, only because of her own insecurity. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I can't not I don't think that's that. what she's saying, no. Okay. 
she, they weren't a big, big group of people. They were just a big group of people. Yeah. And mostly it was her cousin, I think cousin, right? Lily yeah. and her boyfriend's friends, Lily's boyfriend's friends. There was, and there was this guy there, right? Let's call him Matt. Fuck. I that's did not, your name. I did not. <laughs> that's your name. I did not <laughs> plan this. Mid-20s. That's not me, I promise. Oh, dude, I love the mid-20s. And the mid-20s Matt was a pretty good Matt. Yeah. Um, uh, that instantly caught my attention. Oh, he's a mad. Why wouldn't he? Yeah, that's the name. But anyway, he was super good looking and way out of my league. I felt extremely attracted to him and I thought I'd give it a try. Give what a try? What do you mean? Give what a try? Give it a try. Uh, like picking him up, like making out with him. She hasn't had a first kiss, or does she mean like riding that, like riding that fuck D. stick, <laughs> riding the magic stick? Right. I got the magic stick. All right, well, well that's a pimp stick. Anyway, I, I think that she wants to, yeah, fuck him, yeah, probably. Yeah, so well, I mean, that's probably, but I get mean, with him. So yeah. we spoke a little bit during dinner, but I could tell he wasn't into it. it we, sounds like X on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain yourself? No, I think that's all we needed to say. Continue. Um, nope. Sorry. Can't continue. Axe <laughs> on the Beast, a reality television show that Dan and I partake Why do you have to explain this? Because I, nobody knows what Axe on the Beach is. Well, if they don't, then they can look if it up. If they listen to our podcast, maybe the, eventually they'll understand that us cultured folk, us are a podcast folk. You mean, yes, us uh, people of higher IQs, education, and sophistication like to watch MTV's X on the Beach, where they basically take a bunch of reality stars from other reality television shows, and they put them in a house and give them lots of alcohol, and then bring their ex-partners on and when I say ex partners, this is generous because it's usually like, oh, we dated for three weeks, mm-hmm. and like then they like fuck each other and they're all drunk and getting fights, and then I thought we had something going. I drove you to the airport, man. I, I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, they, that literally happened. That literally happened. Yeah, yeah. I, I drove you to the airport. Why are we having babies? <laughs> it's like, oh, what other reality TV shows were you on? And like some of these people have they run the circuit, multiple man. partners that yeah. have been on reality television shows, including themselves who have been on a reality television show. So this kind of sounds like that, honestly. They're at, like at this like weird, isolated house. There's a big crowd. She's like, "Oh, let me give this a try." I talked to him over dinner and was like, "Okay, I'm, I'm DTF." Like, I don't know. Doesn't for, it sound like X on the beach? Like, and for our boomers out there, that's down to fuck. Why do we? Why are we talking to boomers? Who knows? They don't know what podcasts are. We spoke a little bit during dinner, but I could tell he wasn't into it. We had a, we had group shots. Then that goes to Dan's theory of this being the X on the beat situation. Yes, yeah. shot, 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 shot. And we then had, little Romeo comes in. <laughs> hey, he's not little anymore. Oh, you're right, Dana. I'm he sorry. Is Romeo just, comes in. Romeo comes in, and he's like grown up yo, Romeo. Hey, what's, what's up, guys? Hey, what's uh, happening, man? What's happening, uh, yo? So I think somebody has to go. I'm sorry, but you know it's all love and you know vibes and stuff. Yeah, yo, homie. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> and guys, we're not fucking around. Remember Little Romeo? I barely did. I, dude, that. There was Little Bow Wow. That was my, uh, dude, he was my idol. There was Little Bow Wow. There yeah. was, uh, what's it? Uh, 
that's about Raven or some shit. <laughs> What's that? Dude, you're, there were a bunch of like little people, little people, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. There was Keenan and Kel. Uh, uh, Keenan made it. There was theories that Kel had overdosed on crack or something. Not true, by the way. He's doing whatever he's doing. See, this lot is my of, theory. A lot of, lot of teen pop stars <clears throat> on Nickelodeon and right. so forth, Disney stars, that, that, that they, they, got, they broke on through to the other side, right? Yeah. But, but here's, here's my theory yeah. about the problem, though. Like, what problem? No, this is the problem, man. The little Romeo problem? Yeah. So We're going to call this the little Romeo problem. The little Romeo problem, right. So there's like a bunch of rappers. So many good rappers, so many bad rappers, but there's a bunch of rappers that have the Lil in front of them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. you got your Lil Kim, you got, uh, what's the other one's name? Uh, there's a bunch of them. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Lil, uh, what's the one that does? Oh, I really like that song. Anyway. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Bunch of them. And then... Some people at Nickelodeon, some CEOs were like, oh, you know what we can do? We can call kids Lil's. <laughs> right. So then they misattributed that Lil to their Lil-ness. Oh. <laughs> and instead of like that being part of their whole get up, being yeah. short and older and like still gangsta as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <laughs> Homie, became, yo, I do. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying, what I'm throwing to you is this. Like they fucked up these... Guys, shits. There's little Bow Wow. There was a uh, little Mercedes. Little, just little Lexus. Just I'm YouTube now. Nickelodeon Kid Choice Awards, and you'll you'll see what we're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, for real though, X on the <laughs> beach. Data and I are watching it for the first time, having a fucking laugh. Dude, we're we're hella drunk. Yeah, dude, this is it's so great. You have homie, to be drunk though. Like if yo, you're not drunk, slice. you don't know what, where they're coming from. You have to empathize with them. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's great. True. <laughs> <laughs> so, hella drunk, yeah. home slice, and we're watching, and all of a sudden this dude comes out, this wiry, this wiry dude, yeah, a handsome black dude, and he comes out and he's going, he's throwing yos and homies around, and he's like nonchalant, you know, he's just like he's like mumbling essentially, yeah. mumblecore. Well, he you know seems like really like and sexy. His though. name is fucking Romeo, and and and, and I go no wrong, dog Incorrect. wrong. I'm sorry, wrong, and I go is that motherfucker little Romeo? And Dana fucking Dude. looks it up. The guy is little Romeo. Dude, you are. I'm so fucking angry right now. I don't. I go. You, you're like Romeo. Who the fuck is that? Why is his name Romeo? And I go wait. wrong. And I go wait. Is that little Romeo? We should always be recording because dude, I don't. we have to because you just like make up lies. I tell you, this is if this is a lie. Wow, I really confabulated. Dude, this one. you know what? You you just said you forgot that this person existed. Doesn't mean I don't. I see Romeo and I go wait. That guy might be little Romeo. No, I go. Is that little Romeo? It might have been. You're sam- like who's? You're like who's Romeo? We're sitting here arguing about this. Okay, it this might have important. been simultaneous. <laughs> this is important. This is important. Okay, <laughs> Romeo. Anyway, the point is, little Romeo. He's not so little anymore. He's still pretty little, but like no, he's, he's he's about 135 pounds. Yeah, but he's well. It's all muscle though, and no, he's, uh, he's, he's looking good. good. Like you know, he's doing a pretty good job of hosting, which is just a I lot mean, of like pays more than this. Yeah, it pays more than we get paid, and he's yeah. just running around saying things like. Uh, I'm sorry about that. You know, love is like uh, a, a, a random metaphor. And uh, like, how do you feel that your ex is on the beach? Yeah. Uh, yo, mm. just have to tell you, yo, you're safe now today 
And uh, but you know, I'm sorry, your pineapple has uh, predicted that you're you're out tonight. Oh yeah. So just so everybody knows, why do you have to keep them informed? They because don't need people to be have informed. to watch Jackson the Beach. Oh my god. They have to put in their votes and their crushes. In pineapples. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So we spoke a little bit during dinner. We had to fucking rush through this here, uh, there. But I, I could tell he wasn't into it. We had a group. We had group shots and lots of drink. Around midnight, we were all pretty intoxicated. Right. I tried to dance with him, but he could barely stand. I suggested to go outside so he could sit down and get some fresh air. Right. Right. While outside, we talked for a bit, but he was mostly looking at his phone and texting someone. Yeah. Now, if we I've st- been in this situation, if the story was just to stop right there, okay? Yeah. And I want to hear how you've been in that situation too. Yeah. If the story was just to stop right there, I'm sorry. This person's not into you. Bummer. You're trying your best. You're not going to take advantage of that person. Yeah. You know? It sucks. Yeah. But take the loss, take the L. And move on with your life. Exactly. Okay. For some reason, in my drunken state, I thought it was my chance to hook up with him. Oh, Again, this is coming from somebody that's never apparently had a first kiss. I, I, I just need to clarify. Yeah. When I said I've been in that situation, I meant I've been in the dude situation. Oh, okay. Some somebody I'm not into has taken advantage of me for getting way too drunk because that used to happen a lot. And then they're like, uh, like, oh, like this is my time to like get in on some pain action. To shine, man. Yeah, this is yeah. my time. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, nah. See, and I'm like almost passing out. And I'm like, come on. I'm pretty really, like come on. I'm pretty controlled about that kind of shit. Like um, I'm pretty good about it. I gotta say. Yeah. I get fucked up, no doubt, but not not. I don't put myself in those compromising situations. Not often. Dude, there was a time when I really put myself in compromising situations, and there was uh, some ladies that really took advantage of that, but um, or tried to take advantage of it. Sure. Um, but I was, you know. I was always like, nah, cuz. <laughs> nah, cuz. <laughs> honestly, that's how I talk when I'm really drunk. Your little so, Romeo coming out. Yeah, yeah. My, my inner little ro- Romeo comes out, or Romeo. We all have an inner yeah. little Romeo. Yeah. And trust me, those ladies that come when your inner Romeo come out are not your Juliet, let me oh, tell you. nice. Yeah. Love See it. those dots? I connected them. I did. I do. All right. So I thought it was my chance to hook up with him. So I leaned in for a kiss. He pulled away and said, quote, that's not happening. Yeah. You tell her. I, I felt incredibly embarrassed. <laughs> All caps. Yeah. So, end caps, mortified. So mortified. I went back inside and went back to the house shortly after that. The next morning, the guys were speaking about how drunk Matt was and that they had to take him and put him in bed said that he ended up completely blacking out and that he had a hangover from hell. Lily said that he had seen us speaking outside, her cousin, by the way, speaking outside at some point, and asked if I liked him. Me, I was feeling extremely embarrassed and insecure about being rejected. Oh, my God, this is so boring. And she doesn't write this. So I had every right to ruin this guy's life. My bad. So... (laughs) So Wait, this is the chaos. She, oh this is the my chaos, God. Dana. This is why it's interesting. Oh, Yeah, this is what happens sometimes, huh? 
rare, but sometimes. Oh my gosh. This is getting stabbed by a screwdriver. My remember. sympathy has yeah. dwindled to zero. And I try to build it up, but it's You it's did hard. very well. Yeah. Um, so here we go. So instead of being like, oh yeah, I fucking took the L. Yeah. So, this is her, to her cousin. So I lied and I told Lily that of course we had hooked up. That he was all over me and he invited me back to his room. However, I told her that we were both very drunk. It probably wasn't a good idea to have sex. See, I tell people lies all the time. Like I tell people I've I've fucked Claire Danes. I've <laughs> I've you know hooked up with uh, Charlize Theron, like Anne Hathaway and me. I'm just know? learning now that you hadn't. Wow. I- oh shit! I forget sometimes who who I've told these things to. You, you know, hey, I, get I, I tell these Danes el- name out el- of your elaborate. Mouth. Yeah stories mm-hmm. you know and but you gotta like know how you lie about this kind of stuff so in truth though in truth do you ever lie about this kind of thing no no i have when i was younger for sure i have not fucking I somebody not and fucking, suggest no but i would never throw a name out i allude and suggest it to to be like oh well you know i'm mysterious and i'm 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 coupled. I'm seeing people. I'm active, right? But you don't. Yeah. Do, you don't do it <clears throat> when with I was names when I was younger. That can be I, verified. I definitely would like tell lies about like oh, really? oh like I made out with this one chick no. and like sometimes I'd be That's like so oh this one chick that you've never met or will never meet that I like knew somehow. Uh, that there's a longer story there. So you can talk about lies and all that, and that might be a very. Specific, and when I say younger, I mean like no, I, I know, I, fifteen or I fourteen. But hearing it, I, I feel like it's very specific. So I don't think this is a um, a, a through line for you for you. But for me, like when it comes to lies, and you know, I I lie like to a do rug, good, right? To do good, a good rug. <clears throat> Is this on? Yeah. Okay. Dear Glibcast listeners, I have to interrupt this episode to both provide you a humble explanation for the grievous error you are about to hear and to offer you my most sincere apology for this mistake in judgment, although nothing excuses this reckless behavior. It is important to note that I had confused the Buddhist principles of noble truths with Plato's concept of noble lies, which I will admit I was not aware of before the recording of this episode. I am incredibly sorry. I take complete responsibility for this error and lack of judgment. First, I apologize to Matt for assuming he didn't know what he was talking about although this is usually the case. And most importantly, I apologize to you, the listener, for having to put up with my ignorance and my arrogance. So let's be clear. Plato created a concept called noble lies. I hope we can all move past this and enjoy the rest of the episode. You know, uh, what's that? Uh, Plato's noble lie. You know, sometimes you got to throw out a noble lie. I, I don't. I, I know you don't like noble it. truth. Noble truth. Um, whatever there's noble truth. There's no noble lies. Well, from anyway. Plato. Not none. Whoever, noble truth. whoever, whatever Greek said it. There's um, no Greek that talked about noble lies. None. They're all 
deontologist or pre-deontologist virtue ethicist. For the good of all. So Matt makes up his own version of ethics involving lying. It's funny. So I'm sure if you Wikipedia noble lie out there, you'll find something that has to do with with uh, with what I'm talking about. Right. My, my general idea is that sometimes you have to make a noble lie. And I'm not saying that, by the way, lying outright about making out with anybody is a noble lie. <laughs> Uh, but maybe that's what she's trying to do. She's feeling really rejected. I'm trying to give her credit, and it's really hard, Dana. Why are you trying to give her credit? Not, I'm going to back she's up. She's done something that's terrible. Yeah, it's going to get worse. It's so terrible. So I lied and told him that, of course, we had hooked up, that it's all over me, but we didn't sleep together, right? Uh, Lily and Matt are not very close and had only seen each other a handful of times. So I wasn't that worried about her telling him. And I would probably never see Matt again. Lily was surprised when I told her the story, but happy for me. She mentioned that she thought he was dating someone, but wasn't sure if they were serious. Uh-oh. See, this is... This is the intrigue. <sighs> oh, gosh. Why do people have to fucking make up shit like this? Horrible. Yeah, why do people have to lie? I mean, again... I'll find I'll, I'll, one one of these days, Glibcast listeners, the Glibcast at gmail.com. Yeah. You tell me your noble lies out there. Yeah. And we'll evaluate them step by step. Fast forward to a year, a year later, Dana. It turns out oh my that gosh. Matt was in fact dating someone at the time and had been for months. She's absolutely gorgeous and she seems like a sweet girl. We'll call her Jen. She's in her mid-20s, too. So obviously, I she knew what you looked like. She would be threatened. She'd be like, oh, you must have like, Jen had an aneurysm. Jen doesn't know what. Oh, yeah. I see. I'm just kidding. Okay, so yeah. this is well, so I, pathetic. Well, I, I think so that she's levels. very image conscious about her own body and so forth. Right. That she's looking at this girl and she's like, oh, she's fucking gorgeous, right? Yeah, like, of yeah. course. Yeah, I don't know, but the I'm just umbrage, ab- the, annoyed the by all of this. Yes, of um, course. Why wouldn't you be? So, um, they're still together to this very day. Jen and Lily, uh, so this girlfriend of this dude, Matt, and yeah. her cousin, have become really good friends in the past year. So, of course, Lily spoke, not of course for me, man. Lily spoke to her about what I told her that happened at that party. I hung out with Lily recently, and she told me about the situation. Okay. Did you admit then? That you made this up because you were feeling insecure? Oh, no, of course not, because that would involve some integrity. Dig this, dog. This is, this is, <clears throat> imagine that, that front loading, that guy sitting in the alley. I had everything going for me. I just got a raise. The love of my life. She's pregnant, man. Uh, you know. And he's sitting in a heap in the alley going, what the fuck is this about? This guy does, does not deserve it of this. So this is Lily, her cousin, recounting what Jen is speaking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jen apparently was absolutely heartbroken and confronted Matt. This poor motherfucker. Yeah. Also, Lily, like, back the fuck oh, off. Oh, Lily, mind your own fucking business. Yeah, no kidding. Um, Get it together. Jesus. 
don't you have something better to do than fucking ruin people's lives? Yeah, Jesus Christ. That's not your job. You don't even know this bitch. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you just got to know her, man. Yeah. All right. So Matt told, uh, uh, Matt told Jenna that he's pretty confident, his girlfriend that is, that nothing happened between the poster and Matt. And claims that he would remember if it had, if he had hooked up with somebody. He's pretty confident. Not totally confident. Dude, right? this sucks, dude. I, I know. Oh, God. However, he blacked out and he doesn't remember almost anything about that night. Dude, that's so fucked. I know. Dude, I'm so angry. Yeah. Honestly, I blacked out before and a couple of times. And it's like waking up. It's like you're the passenger in a drunk driving situation. Yeah. And you wake up and you're the driver. Yeah. It's like, oh, I guess I was driving. Dude, especially when it sounds like he's just like went to sleep and didn't do anything and was like a stand up guy. And this girl used him as like a I'm not even convinced that she's like not aware that he blacked out. Like, yeah. I'm I'm honestly not convinced of that. That like she she I, didn't know that he take would a, be aware. A, a very quick take though. Mm-hmm. Everything she did was bullshit. This mm-hmm. is our poster. Okay, we ain't given her a name. Doesn't matter. The person that's not very happy with her looks and hasn't had a first kiss. Right, rejected, yes. unrequited love, if you will. She lied. That's shitty. Right. But how can she anticipate her cousin? Making friends with this girlfriend. This is why you don't lie, because you can't anticipate things. Oh, I'm not saying lie. No, I, by the way, I, if anybody mistook anything that I said, like this lie, no, I'm outright not. I, is I, dumb. I, I know you're not saying yeah. to lie. What I'm saying is this is why you don't lie. Yeah. Because you can anticipate the consequences. This is actually like an interesting aspect of virtue ethics is like when you, because you cannot anticipate the consequences of many actions it is best to choose a virtuous uh path because you cannot anticipate the consequences right so you can choose something that is less virtuous that doesn't hurt people but gets what you want but you cannot actually anticipate the consequences of that action Mm -hmm. so choosing a virtuous action Mm -hmm. negates all of that because Right. You're doing what's right. And mm. right. here we are. Like she well, told she, a lie to bolster herself. The, the lie that she told was like, he was fucked up. Don't, no doubt about it. We made out, which was a lie. These are lies I told people when I was like 13 and was embarrassed that I had never kissed a girl. Yeah. Like those are the lies I told when I was 13 and was embarrassed about that. Mm. Um, You're better than this. This is disgusting. I'm, I'm, I'm upset at you. So, however, he blacked out, doesn't remember almost anything about that night, because why would he? Because nothing fucking happened. And apparently, the last thing he remembers is chatting with me outside. So he can't, quote unquote, like 100% promise her that we didn't hook up. Which, by the way, can you imagine this guy? He's just like getting fucking prodded and poked, fucking, you know, raked over the fire. What did you do? This and that, right? 
Yeah. And he's like, I just, I, I'm going to be honest. I was really fucked up, blackout drunk. I don't remember. Yeah. It's fucking possible that something happened, but I'm pretty fucking sure nothing did. Right. Dude, and that's pretty. He's, he's given that caveat. Like, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm lying at this moment. Like, he's doing his best. He's, he's fucking on his knees, man. He is taking the virtuous path. And I don't know, honestly, if I would at that point be like, oh, like, I'm pretty sure I didn't do this, but mm. <laughs> like, I would, uh, that would be really hard for me to take. But, you know, really. That's in my mind, that's what relationships are based on. And if I honestly had no idea if this happened or not, mm -hmm. like I would have to be like, okay, like I honestly don't know. Like I, I really truly do not know. Yeah. So anyway, um, he writes, or I guess she talks about his thing. So he apologizes to her, the, her girlfriend none, nonetheless, but she's pretty hurt and she wants to break up. Brutal, right? Mm -hmm. So again, ruining lives innocuous nothing trying to float you know uh buoy your own ego and this is what happens lily said this can all this can all be fixed by the way lily said her cousin said that his this dude's matt's girlfriend jen wanted to, to contact me so we can clarify this i don't know what to do I don't want to hurt these people's feelings or break their relationship. However, telling them the truth would only make things worse. And I'm giving Dana the fucking eyes right now. And I would look like an absolute liar in front of my family. You are an absolute liar. You are a fucking absolute liar. Own your fucking absolute lie. I had no idea this would get so messy. The whole situation is completely out of hand. And I oh, don't, is that where she ends it? Yeah. That and I don't know fucking, oh what the God. heck I should do. Okay, here's what you should do. Uh, first of all, try to answer the question, how is this going to make things worse between the two of them? Yeah, because that's my counter question. How is the truth of you not doing anything with this guy right. going to make things worse? Right. You tried to take advantage of his drunkness because he rejected you before and then you tried again when he was drunker and he rejected you again and then you lied about it the next morning. Uh, you're afraid of the truth that you're a fucking terrible, excuse me, a terrible fucking person, a terrible person. Right. And like most terrible people, you have reasons that you're terrible Everyone has reasons why they're terrible, but I have zero sympathy when you're hurting people this. And it's not even like it's benefiting you. It's mm -hmm. preserving you. Preserving. From yes. Yeah. It's preserving you from embarrassment. What little integrity you have. Right. Honestly, and you know what? I situation. think people would at least understand the first part of the lie, but the longer you keep this up, you're ruining people's lives. Like it's terrible. Mm -hmm. You don't know what the consequences of this are, like how this affects people. This is how I would deal with it. Straight advice for yeah. this person. That's I'm, I'm sorry. You didn't have your first kiss. I'm sorry. You don't feel yourself attractive and whatever it might be. Right. But like real advice, you need to, Hey, uh, Jenna, I guess her name is let's meet at this coffee shop, whatever it might be. Yeah. And then you have a one-to-one -one 
and you explain what you explained to us. Yeah. And you say, I'd really appreciate it. I was in a really low place and this and that. And I made up this lie that I never thought would have any repercussions, the other ripples that it had. And I'm so fucking sorry and feel like a fucking pathetic nothing. Like I feel so low that I put you through this much consternation and you had to painstakingly go through your boyfriend's texts and question him. And call her beautiful a couple thousand times. Yeah. That's what I would do. Gorgeous, yeah, yeah, whatever it yeah. might be. Yeah. And then just I honestly bow to her and be like, I'm so fucking sorry. I'm fucking pathetic. And I yeah. and I'm trying to work on it, and it's not fair for me to go on. And, and to sit idly by and watch your relationship deteriorate because of some innocuous lie that grew into something much more than it was. Uh, yeah. That's what I would do. I think That's yeah. my advice. And then I think, well, and then with the question of like, and honestly, I think you can ask her for some discretion about it. Oh, yeah. No. And be like, you know I'd what? I'd really appreciate if you didn't talk to my cousin. I, re- I really appreciate just feel like this is going to destroy me. Yeah. Like this you, have is no, gonna, like, you have no idea how low my self-esteem is and how vulnerable and pathetic mm-hmm. I feel. And you know how much effort yeah. it took f- for me to reach out to you the, who I don't even know. Yeah. Um, that's a, a very, um, uh, chess like move that I would do. For for damage control, collateral damage control. Yeah, but yeah. you'd also be fixing the situation. Oh yeah, which definitely. is the most important part. Oh, you n- fuck, dude. That Whatever be you your do, most important goal. You can just you can just fucking Facebook uh, Messenger and say, hey, I fucking all that shit made up. If you want to, but I think there could be more damage control on your end. That's to say, like you know, you put yourself on a limb out there. Like that's a lie. You're you, you don't need to own it. Absolutely. But I mean, honestly, no, I, too, I, I think that you you probably can tell your cousin maybe however much longer. You can tell like, them separately. I th- dog, I haven't had a first fucking kiss over here. I'm, yeah. I, I, you made me feel like shit. Like you, you asked if I made the moves on him and maybe I should have made the moves on him. I was trying to make the moves on him and I felt rejected. Yeah. You know, like, well, I like, think you just need to. That's not a good place to be. Yeah. You want to be in the in crowd and you're not, man. And I, I think when you brutal. tell, I think sometimes what's really interesting is. Sometimes when you come out with the truth in a in like a group situation like this, if you just come out with it to separately to separate people, especially even if you're even if you were to say like don't tell anyone to each of these people and they sure. all know the same thing, mm-hmm. it really has a very different impact than a group knowing about something. Right. Just the way group dynamics work. Right. And I think you could easily come to your cousin and be like, Hey, even if you did it first and say you know, I'm going to tell her next, Mm -hmm. but just so you know, this didn't happen. So this is what is happening next. And so, you know, if uh, you can do some damage control, but I think your first priority needs to be saving the rest of, you know, the fucking crumb on the floor of your self-esteem from Mm -hmm. destroying these people's lives or like whatever delusion you're creating where like, you know, you did, well, I don't know. I don't want to create more damage by, mm-hmm. you know, saving this relationship. Like I, I, that is the most insane yeah. delusion it's a I've ever heard. It's a rationalization. It's a rationalization, a justification. Honestly, it's to back out. Of 
the situation. I mean, I understand why you'd say that, but I think more than that, it's it's a delusion because a rationalization well, has it, a rationale behind yeah, there. There's yeah. no evidence. No. It's just like, oh, like I'm just gonna say some stuff. Like, oh, this is could do more damage. There's no reason why it would do more damage. No. Um yeah. So I mean, if 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 she is the wild-eyed nut job that drives the screwdriver into you, uh yeah. right? If she's that person, that wild-eyed nut job needs to I don't know, get himself together or herself together. Yeah. And go back and call an ambulance. Take responsibility for jabbing that screwdriver into that person's kidney. And uh, sometimes you got to fucking suck a dick and take responsibility. Yeah. Suck a clit, whatever it might be. Suck something. Suck something. Suck yeah. a rock. And uh, take responsibility. Or, yeah, whatever yeah. it might be. Little Romeo knows. Yeah. Um, it's Romeo. Little Bow Wow. Um, <laughs> and, you know, the thing about it is, like, you just got to... Sometimes you just got to, she should have done it earlier. Yeah. You just got to take the L. You got to take the L. I I agree with that. Take the L. And I think. Cut your losses. Part of learning how to have good self-esteem is learning how to deal with those losses in a real way. Knowing that that doesn't, that loss doesn't define you. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, so good luck to everybody here from the Glipcast. Yeah. Good luck. I hope. Quit destroying people's lives. Yeah, no kidding. Um, Do your best. Do your best. Definitely do better. Definitely do better. This is the end. Hey, you guys made it. Thanks for choosing Glipcast. That was real nice of them, Dana. Don't you think so? Yeah, I mean, it was very nice. Just let's keep the excitement down. We don't want them to be too excited and raise our expectations. I'm excited. Come on. Yeah, okay. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Email us at theglipcast at gmail.com. We want our relationship with you, our audience, our beloved listener, to be a courtship of sorts, an interplay, a back and forth. Send us your feedback, settle our arguments and disputes, answer our polls, and tell us how amazing we are. Oh, and send us your hate mail, too. God, Dana, I can't wait for that hate mail. I know, I'm really excited. It's going to be so awesome. Also, if you have some relationship problems of your own and need some advice, we hope you will share your stories. No promises, but with your permission, with a name change or two, Dana and I just might read them on Clipcast. Forget. Oh, and Dana wants you to send him your nudes. Yes, I do. He made me say that. And yes, I did. Again, that's theglibcast at gmail.com. You need the the before the glibcast part. Our Twitter handle is at glibcast. Again, that's at glibcast. Rate us five stars on Apple Podcast Reviews. Your ratings and reviews will help Glipcast rise to its proper place in the podcast power rankings. It takes 10 seconds. Tap the purple icon, rate us, write whatever you want. A little does go a long way. Thanks again. 
We hope you've enjoyed listening to our show as much as we've enjoyed making it. And remember, spay and neuter your pets, drink more water, dream big, hide your children, and if you're on fire, stop, drop, and roll with the punches. Until we meet again, internet friends. 